Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. Tonight I'm going to call the Toddcast Holy Rebels and Soldiers. That's right, Rebels and Soldiers. We're going to talk about Holy Rebels and Holy Soldiers tonight. I'm going to start the Toddcast tonight by saying this. I think we need more rebels. Did you ever expect to hear your pastor say such a thing? We need more rebels in this world. Rebels. Let's say that again. With a cause. Thank you. That's where I'm headed tonight. I wish more of us would rebel, and I need to explain that. I know that, and I will. Otherwise, I can create a bigger mess than we already have. Did you know that every moment of our lives, we are both rebelling and obeying simultaneously? Think about that for a minute. Now, obviously, we cannot obey and rebel against the same person at the same time. I understand that. But we can obey and rebel against two different people at the same time, and we must. Sometimes I use illustrations that honor children. Tonight, if the children allow me, I'm going to use an illustration that dishonors children. (laughs) Now, I do love children. Children know that, and we always will. But children can teach us so much about our own minds and how they function. On occasion, my children, who are not here tonight, but they gave me permission, my children can be crafty. You ever ever seen your children be crafty in their mind? They generally do not want to be disobedient blatantly because they know they'll get into trouble. But they also want what they want, don't they? When they really want something, they will come to either myself or Janine, mom or dad, and ask us if they can have whatever they want, it. And depending on which parent is around or which parent seems easier to the child, usually that's me, I'm the easier of the two, Sometimes we'll say yes to their, to, their respo- or excuse me, to their request, and sometimes we'll say no to their request. And when we say yes, everything is right in my children's world. Life is fantastic. When we say yes to their request, they're happy as can be, because they got what they want. But when we say no to our children, they either have to accept our decision, or they have to go back to the drawing board and consider how they can accomplish their goal another way. Let me give you an example, one method that I've seen my children do, and I used to do this as a kid as well, and maybe you did also, is to find one parent and ask that parent if they can have something that they want. And then if the answer is no from parent number one, the child will simply locate the other parent and ask them the same request, hoping that parent number two is a little bit more generous and more willing to consider their children's happiness. And if if parent number two says yes, then surely that must override and overrule parent number one, right? So the child gets what they want, and it's very sneaky and very crafty and a little bit evil. But the child ends up being rebellious and obedient simultaneously. Parent number one said no to the request, and therefore by seeking out parent number two, they're being rebellious to parent number one. But in this hypothetical scenario, which happens sometimes, parent number two says yes to the child's request, And that means the child gets what they want, and they're at least obedient to half of their parents, which they can live with. Getting the second opinion. That's right. They're doing very well. Rebellious and obedient at the same time. Isn't that impressive? Adults would never be this crafty, would we? Adults have their own way of getting what we want, even if it's forbidden. I've seen this in ministry. I've even done this at certain times. There are some sins in the scripture that are clearly and blatantly forbidden. But we don't like when God tells us no. We don't like when God says we can't do some things that the world gets to do. So we end up taking the very same strategy that children do. We look around the Bible. We, find a, we try to find a passage that supports 
something we want to do, or at least helps us justify it, because we don't want to feel rebellious, but we want what we want. It's kind of like asking parent number two. We want what we want, but we don't want to feel like we're rebelling against God. We want to find a way to arrive at our desired end without feeling like we're rebellious. It's the same strategy that children take with their parents, and it's a little bit evil. But did you know we don't have to use that strategy? We can accomplish our goals by becoming true rebels. And please don't stop the recording at this point if you're listening to it. Let me explain myself. According to the Bible, we have two sets of spiritual parents in this life. We began our life by having the devil as our father. All of us. Every one of us. Started with Satan himself as our father. The scripture makes that very clear. And that's a sobering thought to consider, right? The devil was once our father. But now, if we've given our life to Jesus, we have the almighty God as our father. And unlike the devil, God loves us deeply and eternally. And that is an amazing transaction that's taken place. And now we are commanded by God, our true father, to be rebellious to our old father, the devil, and to be obedient to God. Children, do not try this strategy with your parents, okay? Unlike God and the devil, your parents are on the same team, or at least I hope they are. Please try your best to obey both your parents. But in the spiritual realm, we have one allegiance, to God himself, to the Heavenly Father and to the Lord Jesus Christ. And therefore, to our old father, the devil, we are commanded to rebel against him and his desires for us. Because he's no longer our father, and he has no reign over our souls. He is no longer in charge. But we wouldn't know it sometimes because the devil likes to still try to boss us around, doesn't he? The devil likes to pretend that he is still our father. Every day, many times a day, he likes to give us orders. Obey your flesh. Listen to your desires. Do what makes you happy. Seek your own welfare. Don't worry about anybody else. And do what feels good. And he also promises that by doing so, we'll be happy. And of course, he's a liar. Therefore, we need more rebels. Honestly, we need more people willing to revolt against our old father, the devil, and let him know that from now on, we will not be taking orders from him anymore. In fact, it seems, if you look around this world, the devil is the only person people are not rebelling against on a grand scale. The world is full of rebels right now against God, and against righteousness. We are not lacking rebels in this world. People are seeking to be more rebellious to God and more rebellious to righteousness than perhaps ever before. But we are lacking the right kind of rebels. It seems only a few people are willing to rebel against the devil. What's truly sad and scary is that if we're not rebelling against the devil, then we are rebelling against somebody else. Because we're always rebelling and we're always obedient at the same time to somebody. And if we're obedient to the devil, then we're rebelling against the one who happens to be our Heavenly Father. When we're obedient to the devil, we're rebelling against the Almighty God. We're always at every moment rebelling against someone, and we're always at every moment obedient to someone. It just depends who that somebody is. And I believe we need more soldiers and rebels for the Lord and against the devil. Instead of trying to sneak around behind God's back and trying to connive in a way to get what we want out of this life, we need to embrace rebellion. God needs more soldiers in this battle against the forces of evil. Now, maybe you've experienced this as well, a strategy some parents will take when they have a disobedient child whom they can't get in line, they can't seem to correct, they will actually send that child to the military. Have you seen this? Go to the military. They will sign them up for the military because they believe that by sending their child to the military, perhaps two good things can happen. Number one, 
they'll gain some discipline in their lives, right? And they need that. And number two, perhaps the military can help harness the child's rebellious spirit and use it against actual enemies instead of their parents who love them. And that's kind of our strategy tonight. We don't need to stop being rebels. We need to embrace being rebels. We just need to correct who we're rebelling against. Now, we need to understand something absolutely very true, that rebelling against God is very, very foolish and very dangerous. To rebel against God is to actually bite the hand that feeds us. And anyone who was found to be rebelling against God at Judgment Day is going to be destroyed when God takes ultimate victory over those who are evil. But it does not mean we need to stop being rebels. We need more rebels for Jesus and against Satan. We need to revolt against the devil. We need to harness those rebellious spirits and use them against the armies of evil. Now, sadly, the devil is helping us do the opposite. He's helping us revolt against God, and some of us are actually falling for that trap. We're considering ourselves independent and brave by rebelling against God the Almighty. It's a trap. It's a deadly trap. When we rebel against God, we're neither independent nor we're brave. Instead, we are dependently foolish. And one day we're going to be destroyed with the devil by siding with evil and against God. We need to take that desire that we have to be against someone and we need to stand against the one who wants to see us destroyed. And the only one who seems interested in rebelling against Satan are children of God. And that is the only rebellion that makes sense in this world, is rebelling against the devil. Now, Crossroads Church and every church under the banner of Jesus Christ has been called to the spiritual battlefield. We must be obedient to God and rebellious to the devil. And if we reverse it, we're already defeated. And if we try to avoid being in the battle, we're already defeated because the only way to win this battle is to stand and fight against the one who has been declared victory over already. And the only way to rebel against Satan is quite interesting, to be obedient to the Lord. When Satan gets us so hot and bothered by evil that we start to fight evil with evil, he gets us right where he wants us. When we start fighting against people instead of against Satan, he laughs at us because he knows that hatred against people will only produce more hatred. When we rebel in the wrong way, we strengthen the devil's cause and we continue to rebel against God, may it never be. The only way to rebel and revolt against evil is to do good and to love our neighbors. God has taught us that ad nauseum. It does not bother the devil when we shout angrily at people. It does not bother the devil when we rant our feelings on Facebook. It does not bother the devil when we complain against the church and complain against its leaders. It actually might sound productive to us, but when we do that, we're standing against God and not against evil. In reality, we're actually helping to increase evil and that is the wrong kind of rebellion. The only way to defeat evil is by doing good. The only way to destroy hatred is by loving our neighbor. The only way to rebel against Satan is by obeying the commandments of our Lord Jesus. It's like a spiritual game of rock, paper, scissors. When the devil plays anger, we play gentleness. When the devil plays gossip, we play encouragement. When the devil plays hatred, we play love. And when we use that strategy, he can never win. Listen to what it says in 1 John 3, verses 7 to 10, a passage we'll get to very quickly in our sermon series. John says, Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. 
The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. The only way to truly rebel the right way is to rebel against the devil by being obedient to God and by loving our neighbor. And I hope we've learned this by now. I was once watching a fight on TV. Sometimes guys like to do that. I was watching a fight on TV once, and the announcer said this. He said that the, one of the guys that was fighting was luring the other guy into a trap by getting him to fight the same way that he fights. Because when he got fighters to fight the way that he fights, he was the best fighter of those kinds of fighters. So he was actually baiting the other fighter into a trap by getting him to fight his way instead of his own way. The devil is trying to do this to all of us. He's trying to bait us a thousand different ways to fight against him the wrong way because he knows he's stronger, craftier, and more determined than we are. It is only the Lord Jesus that has taught us the only strategy that can harm the devil is obedience to Jesus and love towards our neighbor. The question for us tonight is, are we ready to be true rebels and true soldiers? Are we ready to embrace rebellion? If so, let us join God's military and take our stance against evil by intentionally, repeatedly, and faithfully obeying the Lord and loving our neighbor. The strategy has won before. It is winning now, and it will gain the ultimate victory over the devil because God has promised it. Rebelling against Jesus is the recipe for destruction. Rebelling for Jesus against the devil is the recipe for victory. Are we ready to be a rebel for righteousness and for love? Thanks for listening to the Devotional Toddcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.